0: Today we're going to continue in chapter 4 of 1 Thessalonians, and I praise God that Yoni is in the studio with me today. We had the intention last time to go through the whole chapter, but we stopped in verse 12, and today we're going to continue in verse 13. So let's start reading. We're going to pick up in verse 13 and read all the way through verse 18, and please follow along with us some of the most powerful words about His coming and the catching up to Him that we refer to many times as the rapture, but the gathering unto Himself at His coming. Let's read together.
1: But we do not want you to be uninformed, brethren, about those who are asleep, so that you will not grieve as do the rest who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring with Him those who have fallen asleep in Jesus. For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord Himself will descend from heaven with a shout, and with the voice of the archangel and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words.
0: Now these words from Paul is to be comfort for them. So he's encouraging them comforting them with these words. And I do not want to come to this passage from systematic theology, and that again means conclusions of others dictating the way that we look at this passage, but let's go verse by verse and trying to understand why he is saying this, what he is actually teaching, and allow the text to say what it actually says, and not bringing outside questions into the text trying to stay away from that as much as possible. Also, we don't know why he's flowing into this except to comfort them. There could have been a question that came to Paul from Timothy, what has happened to those that have died before the coming of the Lord? That seems a natural thing to assume, but even if that question is not there, he is dealing with this question as he's going through and speaking to them.
1: And he seems to make that very clear with that opening because he's mm-hmm. saying, we don't want you to grieve like everyone else. So he's, it seems like it's in this context of, of those individuals that may have died.
0: Yes, and we do not want you to be uninformed, and we do not want you to grieve as do the rest who have no hope. As believers, we do grieve, but we're not grieving as the world grieves that has no hope. And think about it. For a person that doesn't believe in God, does not believe in salvation, that doesn't know the faith that we know, what is their hope? They're living in a context of uncertainty. But as a believer, we do not live in the context of uncertainty. I know where my hope is. It's in the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I'm assured of my salvation because it already lives within inside of me. So, as we're going through this passage, I want us to deliver it exactly the way that it is being said by Paul to the believers at Thessalonica. So, we do grieve, but we are not grieving with those that have no hope. Verse 14, because if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, do we believe that? Yes, we do believe. Even so, God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep In Jesus. And it's very clear those who have fallen asleep is talking about those that have died in Yeshua. So we see those coming with Him, not coming and called up to Him, but they're actually returning with Him. And as we look at this, our conclusion has to be that at the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, there will be the believers that have died that are coming with him
1: how do you say that plays into the dead in christ rising first
0: because what i think we're going to flow into as we go through it that that's talking about the physical resurrection and Job prophesied about this he says even after my skin decays in my flesh i will see god i believe in a physical resurrection of every believer, of every person of faith, that there will be a physical resurrection. And at the same time, I do believe that when a believer dies in Jesus, that they are present with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Now, when we go to 2 Corinthians, he talks about that, but let's, let's not go there right now. Sure. So we have a picture of believers coming with him that have died. And we also are going to have a picture as we go through of believers rising from the dead of a physical resurrection.
1: So to reiterate, there's a meeting of who we are, you know, maybe you could say our souls or spirits are with God coming with Him, but also our flesh, which has been in the ground, is coming up, and there's kind of this meeting. This is kind of the picture Paul's... Painting is that what you would say?
0: Yes, I would. I would say that, and I'll leave it to everybody else to argue about the conclusions. But I, this is a conclusion that I have: that they're coming with Him, and at the same time, those that have died in the Messiah, their bodies are rising from the grave. Mm-hmm. So I do see a re- reuniting of the spirit and the soul with the body. We are promised of a physical resurrection. Not just what some people talk about a Messiah consciousness resurrection. No, we're promised a physical resurrection. and I believe it, and I think Paul's going to make that very clear here. the Word of God makes it clear. Yeah. So I'm not going to say to anybody, I have this all figured out. Mm-hmm. but what I do know, that those that have died in Jesus will come with him. And those that have died with Jesus is going to meet him in the air, which I believe is talking about a physical resurrection.
1: And so I guess theologically for us, we need to recognize this is the picture that Paul is painting, and whatever conclusions we draw have to be in accordance with this picture.
0: Yes. And we're not allowed to go outside of that picture, Mm -hmm. and we're not allowed to develop systematic theology That brings in any system that would deny these two pictures here. Mm -hmm. Because this is a photograph, a teaching that is very clear Mm -hmm. that Paul is saying. Let's go to the next verse, verse 15. For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will not precede those who have fallen asleep, those who have died. So there is an order to this resurrection that he is saying. We will not go before those that have died or fallen asleep before his coming. Verse 16, "...for or because the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the shofar or the trumpet of God, and the dead in the Messiah will rise first. This is these two pictures. Now, what is rising? Well, the bodies went into the grave, and we see those that have died and gone into the grave that they're coming with the Lord. But now we're going to see with the trumpet of God, the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain will be caught up. Now, there's the word rapture comes from this, the catching up that we who are alive and remain will be caught up together with them, those that have died, in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so we will always be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. Mm. So again, let's look at the, the movie, the photograph, the mm. picture that Paul is giving. He doesn't want them to be uninformed. He doesn't want them to grieve as the world grieves, and he's going to tell them why. Because God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep in Jesus, those that have died in Jesus, they're going to come with him. At the same time, the Lord will descend from heaven with a shout and the voice of the archangel and with the trumpet of God and the dead in Christ will rise first and those who remain will go next, and we will meet the Lord in the air and always be with the Lord. So what I see is a joining of our spirit and our soul that has gone to be with the Lord and the physical resurrection that has taken place coming together at His coming. That's how I would see it.
1: It's interesting. I would say very challenging for a lot of theologies out there the picture seems in my opinion i'd love to see what you think but it seems extremely clear that this is all at the sound of the trumpet when the lord himself descends from the cloud is all one moment
0: yes it's all and i'm glad you brought this up because i really don't care about a lot of systematic theology I care that my conclusions and your conclusions are based upon scriptural teaching. And as we formulate our own systematic theology, that it's, it's coming from the text, and it's not coming from others and their conclusions. But here, we look at this, the coming and the catching up are one and the same. Mm-hmm. I won't even answer the question, are you pre-trib, mid-trib, post-trib? And I tell people that. Because they're together, the same. Mm -hmm. The early church was told, get ready for the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. This is what Paul is doing in Thessalonians, this first letter, is get ready for the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. The 1st century, the 2nd century, the 3rd century, the 4th century was all about the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ until you get to Augustine. Now, I don't even want to go into his uh, millennialism and his postmillennialism and, and everything that he did about the coming of the Lord, but our hope and our salvation from a scriptural standpoint is at his coming and our catching up to him is always scripturally at his coming. It's never separated by seven years, three and a half years, 40 years, a millennial, however you want to place it. And nowhere within the Scripture do they say, get ready for the catching up. Hmm. It's always get ready at His coming, and at His coming, the dead in Christ rise first. Those who remain go next. And we're caught up to the Lord to meet Him in the air. And then we will always be with the Lord. So I don't even answer the question because the Scripture doesn't even have that question. So I would say, just like Paul is saying, get ready for the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. And for those that have died, they're going to be with the Lord at His coming, and then they're also going to be raised from the grave, and they're going to meet Him in the air. And those who are alive and who remain are going to meet Him in the air, and we're going to be caught up, raptured to Him at His coming. And those two are never separated scripturally. Now, people do some strange things with the text to try to say that they're separated, and one of those verses is going to be coming up here
1: in the next podcast, Mm. and we're going to look at that. Can I comment on that? Yes, go ahead. I think maybe you could even stretch it with this, in the beginning of verse 17, this word, then we are alive and remain. I guess you could stretch it to say this is maybe afterwards. What's interesting is a lot of the systematic theologies that would like to split this would actually split it in the opposite order, where those who are alive are the ones that get caught up, and then comes the coming of the Lord. It, but the, but this, is, this is very clearly, at the very least, if you did try to split it up, it's very clearly not that order.
0: Yes, yeah, so it gets into all kinds of strange orders when we do not stay with the simple text and what the text is saying. Mm. The dead in Christ will rise first. And I do believe that's talking about a physical resurrection because they're joining the Lord to those that have died in Jesus or coming with Him. So I do see the soul and the spirit being rejoined with this physical resurrection at His coming. Then, after the dead in Christ rise, then those who remain meet Him in the air. At the trumpet sound.
1: Yes, Yes. at the coming, as he's coming
0: down. And this happens together at the trumpet sound of the voice of the Lord Jesus. Mm -hmm. And the let me look at Mm -hmm. it here. The voice of the archangel. archangel, It says that the -hmm. Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first, then we who are alive. So all of this is coming out of this trumpet sound, and the voice of the archangel, and the shout of the Messiah, and the trumpet of God will sound. This is taking place.
1: And I love that this is all in the context of encouragement. This thing that kind of sticks out to me in that line of thought, those who are alive and remain will not precede those who have fallen asleep. It's almost, you know, it, it seems like he's addressing people who saying, well, so and so died, and he's going to miss out on such and such. And it seems like he's directly addressing that.
0: Right. And they're very uninformed. Mm. And he's making it very clear to encourage them. Those that have died before his coming, they're not going to miss out on anything. For example, my father went to be with the Lord about 14 years ago. And I believe he's with the Lord. I believe that's what Scripture is teaching here. But there's going to be a physical resurrection that takes place. And that physical resurrection, his body's going to be raised from the grave. If I remain on and I do not die before the coming of the Lord, he's going to proceed before me. Mm. And then I'm coming and we're going to meet the Lord in the air. And we're going to be with the Lord, always to be with the Lord. And wow, what encouragement, what understanding about those that have died with the Messiah. It's not the end, it's the beginning. And I praise God that my father is with the Lord. I grieve, but I do not grieve like those that have no hope. The world has no hope. My hope is in the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. And people, you better get ready for the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Your eyes have better be on the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. We better continue to preach the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because the world's not going to get better. We're not going to take over the world. If we understand Scripture, it's going to get worse, and it's going to go away from God in every aspect, and our only hope is the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. He is my salvation. So praise God for that. Let's, let's end with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, let our eyes not be upon anything else except the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeshua is the Messiah, the forgiveness of sins. He's alive. And because He's alive, we live. Even if we go into the grave, I live. That is your words, because you are the resurrection and the life. And though I die, I will live. And I thank you for your promises. And I thank you that Yeshua is the resurrection and the life. And we put our faith and our trust in Him and thank you that we can be comforted by these words of Paul. It's in Yeshua's name we pray. Amen. If you'd like to learn more about IGM or have any questions about this podcast, feel free to reach out to us at info at and connect with us on Instagram at integrity underscore global and Facebook at Integrity Global Missions. If you like our podcast, please share it and leave a review. Thank you for listening. Have a blessed day.